you're listening to Stalking Spurs, 40-ish minutes of football adjacent frivolity hosted by Tottenham Hotspur fangirls, me, Acid, and Patty. Hi, Patty. Hey, Acid. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? <laughs> How was this eventful few weeks in the Spurs fan world? So much to cover. I'm so excited to dive into it with you. Yeah, totally. Oh my gosh. So in the first half, we're talking about the 2020 Pushkash Award. The flurry, the blizzard of Instagram congratulations from everyone who is currently in the team, almost everyone who was previously in the team. We're going to talk about that video of a video call between Jan, who claimed the assist, and Sun, who won the award. In the second half, we're going to do a minute-by-minute deep-dive breakdown into this amazing video that Delhi posted on his YouTube of him, Serial, and Jathet video-calling Spurs fan kids in hospital. So which one of the boys steals the show, and how can it not be Serio, the showboat, <laughs> Reggie one? <laughs> it's an amazing video. You guys have to watch this before you listen to the second half. So if you want to pause and find that video, the link is in our episode description. Watch it first. Of course, between the halves, during our halftime break, football correspondent Toby joins us to talk about our win against bottom-of-the-table team Arsenal, our group-topping win against Antwerp, and maybe if we're in the mood, we might even talk about the things that happened or maybe didn't happen (laughs) between us and Crystal Palace and Liverpool. And there goes the whistle. Let's get this going. Acid, how can we not cover Sunny and the Pushkash? Yeah, wild. I didn't know that this award existed until Sonny won it. (laughs) So, of course, when he won the 2020 Pushkash Award, I had to Google, hey, what's our... We asked our research team to to find out what this was. And it's... (laughs) It's, a, it's an award in honor of Pushkash, the striker of Real Madrid during the late 1950s and 60s. He was also part of the highly successful Hungarian team of the same era. So I guess he was regarded as one of the greatest players of all time and the sport's first international superstar, according to Wikipedia. So I guess every year, like the best goal of that year is given this, bestowed this award. And this year, Sonny won it for his goal against Burnley. One of the first things we want to talk about is this video posted on by Spurs official um, of Sonny waiting for and accepting the award live, I guess, with his parents. Is this in the training yeah. ground somewhere? It's really sweet. So check out our episode description and take a look at the video. When we watched that goal, as we watched it, everyone was just like, goal of the sea, goal of the month. And then we were like, goal of the season. And now it's one, the fucking pushkash, which also I didn't know existed, but... Obviously, great honor for Sunny, uh, great honor for the team, and just like, I guess, great honor for his parents. We have never ever seen Sun Young Min's mother. We've always seen his dad. We've seen him in Sensational, and in, he's very pr- ever present in Sunny's life. I didn't even know Sunny had a mother until this post. I was like, oh, Sunny has a mom? Uh, and yeah, Sunny wasn't just like, you know, birthed asexually from his father's football talent. Uh, there's actually a lady to be thanked for birthing Hyung Min Sun into this world, and she's gorgeous. She looks exactly like Sunny. I'm just so in yeah. love with her little family photo. You know how in the States, in the U.S., at the end of the year, you send like a family photo as like your holiday card. This is like a holiday card level worthy photo. Yeah, I know this is my brother. holiday card. <laughs> I'm sending, I've like taken this, this picture and I've had it printed. And this is what I'm sending people. <laughs> it's you so sweet. Really it's such a, 
I know he has a brother. We can Photoshop that guy in. But like, <laughs> next goal, show Sonny's brother. So sweet. I'm so glad we finally see Mrs. Sun. <laughs> yeah, she's so she looks she looks lovely and elegant, and she honestly has the same face as Human Sun. You cut and paste, they have the same face. <laughs> but this this wholesome family pic is not without controversy. Mm. There were like two controversy angles here. The first one was like an intellectual property rights POV. When Spurs officials shared this family pic on their Instagram, they used like this caption that said, uh, Hyung Min son, Hyung Min mom, Hyung Min dad. <laughs> Which didn't come from them because I think a fan, you sent a tweet, which we'll include in the episode description. A fan initially tweeted this line, and it seemed like they kind of just got the line, did not credit the fan who first tweeted it, and just posted it as their own. Which I think we feel like is not cool. It's social. Least you can do is just tag the dude, right? It's not like people ask for payment on the internet. So, you know, not cool, guys. Yeah. Clearly a fan. So the least you can do is tag them, and then, yeah credit where credit is due i think the second bit of controversy was around like (laughs) i guess the caption itself and it's like hang on is this a bit racist (laughs) and you see some comments calling that out and i think i I see where they're coming from i i super understand like his his name lends itself to puns but i think if you were creative enough a writer you could turn anyone's name into a pun and i think we just need Spurs official and like football media in general to punify more people's names and not just sons because I guess now that it's just son it's feeling a little bit a little bit racist and a little bit othering it's it's, it's kind of like a dad joke in a way if you take it if you take the maliciousness out of it unfortunately the internet obviously shows the spectrum of all the different opinions and with that does come exposure to things like this so yeah it, it's a fine line to tread for me if they just did the acknowledgement, then they could also wash their hands off the racism. <laughs> because then you're like, oh, we're just coding this fan. Who's the <laughs> racist? It's not us. <laughs> <laughs> we're just amplifying this one voice. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. This is a, a tricky situation. What yeah. can we do? Anyway, controversy anyway. aside, let's move <laughs> back to the congratulatory fest. Um, one of the first uh, players who congratulated Sun on this was Delhi. So initially, he put out like an Instagram story with a picture of him and Sun and Delhi put the caption "Well deserved." The next day, he moves past the like temporary nature of Instagram stories and he publishes a photo on his feed. Sweet. And he really says like, sweet. and did he like realize it was a bigger deal than he initially thought? <laughs> um, so. He, <laughs> He posted a picture of like a selfie of the two of them that he's that they're taking and it's it's really sweet but like you notice that neither of them is looking at the right camera <laughs> but neither here nor there. It's friendship and you just love it. And I mean we all know Sonny is so well loved. He got congratulations from everybody and their mom. So uh Hoibie, my fave, uh posted on his IG stories. He's new to the team, but he's like, Congrats, bro. Like that's sweet. Hoibie just seems happy to be there and I love it. Gaza on Twitter says, Congrats, Sunny. Um, Sanchez on Twitter also says, like, well done, amigo. And then, yeah, we also get something from Jose from his social media, from IG. It's like, uh, best goal of the season, of course, Sunny. Like, very, like, expected. What are you expecting? Yeah, which, which I, I love. I appreciate I, that there's no surprise. It was so no blessing. Like, of course, Sunny won it. 
Of course. Like, yeah, uh, you know, still on the fence on this man. But, you know, I'll, I'll take it. I love the confidence he has in his team. And Sunny obviously is someone to be super proud of. And I don't blame people for congratulating him. I think a bunch of people also commented and, like, I think, ha- like, liked the post. So it's not like they didn't acknowledge it in their own way. Yeah, congrats, Sunny. Yeah. Speaking of peeps we are so not on the fence about, we are clearly <laughs> on one side of the fence here. And it's about Ian. So Jan has moved on, another team already, and he's been away for, for quite some time now. But he, <laughs> he has an integral part in this story. Yeah. So on that night that the award was announced, he, he claimed the assist. Actually, he did earlier on. Yeah. Um, and he, he posted a f- picture of the two of them, him and son, with a video of the goal. And then he used the caption, you owe me one for that assist, bro. Cong- congrats <laughs> on winning the Pushkash Award. He uses the kissy face emoji and then tags son. Of course, this assist is his. It's, I'm not going to contest his. that. Yeah, no, it's just so nice to see him. And I love how he just always inserts himself into the narrative. It's so funny. It's like, nope, Sonny, you're not going to claim this all for yourself. Uh, I think because he kept pushing himself into the narrative, this first official account also just posted just the assist. Like, they just kept replaying the video from different angles. And like I'm like, yes, Jan, there you go. There you go. <laughs> but more than that, Jan did promise that he would video call people after every game that he watched. And this is a big pivotal moment in the team and in Sonny's career. And so we see a Instagram video of Jan video calling Sonny after he got his award. And it is the sweetest. It starts with like, not even a text, bro. <laughs> and Sonny is just laughing his ass off because he's like, yeah, oh my God, Sonny isn't like the most active on social and he's not someone to be like, thank you to someone. Like it just doesn't seem in his brand to do that, yeah. even if he maybe texted or, or called or whatever. But it's just so nice to see them catch up. It's so nice to see that there really is a relationship there. Sure, it's for the cameras and sure the cameras are rolling, but it is a video call and it's just so sweet and it's so nice to see It's Jan. so sweet. And Jan was like, come up here and, you know, bring the family. I, I, like, t- inviting, like, Jan, people can't travel right now. They shouldn't be. But after <laughs> all of this, yes, of course, please visit Portugal. I'm sure it's beautiful. And it's just so sweet to see them have that, you know, bond still. And obviously, we miss yes. Jan, so. Totally. So good to see him. We miss so you. So good to see him. And there goes the whistle. We'll see you guys at halftime where we'll have Kumbaya Master Toby walk us through our games. Catch you in a bit. Hey, and it's halftime. For halftime, we are joined by our football correspondent, Toby. What's up, Toby? How's it going? Good to be back. Glad to have you. So in, the half, in this halftime, we're, uh, I guess, we're boarding a time machine and we're going to work our way backwards through time. First game up, Liverpool-Tottenham. Silence <sighs> enters the chat. Yeah, and okay, that's can it. Just move on to the next yeah. game. Move on to the next game. We played really well. The result didn't go our way. I mean, that's, that's basically it, isn't it? Yeah, no. And for me, sorry, who were, who were we playing? The top... Like the top team from last year, right? They're are they Champions Defending League champs. winners? They're in Champions oh, League. Are you are they Premier League winners? Oh. Wasn't their first goal like an accident? So technically we would have won. Oh well. Mm-mm. I don't know. Just I'm not impressed by them. And the fact that they're like gloating about this, I'm not impressed. Yeah, a two two one win. 
That was kind of like neck and neck for most. Yeah. It was so. Yeah. I mean, we're not the only petty ones, Acid. So it's okay. Yeah. Oh my God. Mm. So our favorite thing is pettiness. And it was just, I, I don't know if you guys watched until <laughs> after the final whistle, but there was a moment of what BBC calls brilliant pettiness where Mourinho approached Klopp and said something and then walked away. And then in the post-game, post-match interviews, like he was asked, what did you say? And Jose said, uh, all I said was the best team didn't win. Which is awesome. <laughs> I don't disagree. So, you know, yeah. for once, I don't know, Toby, I don't want to spend too much time on it, but this team that's supposedly hard to beat and yet, I don't know, they seem to be struggling. Yeah. I think, I mean, in the last couple of years, I think we've played really well against them. Probably the Champions League final aside, which was probably, I mean, I think was their handiest defeat of us in a little while. But yeah, it was a really competitive game. I thought our defense did excellently. Apart from the unfortunate deflection off Toby, I thought that was a well-covered defense. We let them have possession just like we intended to do, as we'd done against City and Chelsea. So I think we had plenty of control. Yeah, we got a bit unlucky and hit the post. And uh, we the one criticism of our own side is we did switch off for the corner that they scored their winning goal. So, But that happens. It's been... A terrific run of games with very few goals allowed. So you're going to make the occasional mistake and they'll learn from that for sure. Yeah. I think I just want to point out like two things. It was away Anfield with fans. Like that's a pretty tough place to play. But also horrific on our fans to give so much abuse to Bergwijn. Like I've seen all of it online. Oh, and yeah. People are that's horrible. Not cool. Yeah. yeah. People are, like, I mean, you wonder if it's even shit. fans. Like I can't really exactly. believe anybody would behave like that. It's just, yeah completely unnecessary yeah. but because he made the chances he was there he was working exactly. hard and you know to even hit the post is great but but on that point you say at Anfield I mean the kind of awe that we once might have had for Liverpool I think is absolutely evaporated I don't think anybody who watched that game at least with a, a slight bit of bias for our side thinks there's any doubt that we're as good at them at every position Aurier against Mane gave an absolute masterclass, I thought. He was absolutely fabulous, matching him stride for stride, so completely shut him down. Uh, tactically, I wonder about Davis and Reguillon. I think maybe if Reguillon had been on a bit earlier, it might have given us just a little bit more of a threat going forward. But I thought Davis was excellent as well. So in a defensive-minded position, I thought that was good. But everybody else, yeah, top-notch. Hoybier, everybody. Yay, which is great news. I think, like, okay, you know, whatevs. Cool, cool. Another team we've, you know, met, and at least we've met them away. Now we can meet them at home, and, well, we can get our revenge then. Uh, another away game we got a draw on would be Crystal Palace. And to be fair, it did feel like a bit of a blow because we've come from our clean sheet streak and just winning ways, and then we get a draw. It was away, there were fans. I guess my only comment is at least it kept us humble and kind of prepared the way for Liverpool so that I didn't feel so confident coming in. I mean, not not confident in a good way, but not cocky. Yeah. yeah. It was definitely a good test because Palace are a good side. I mean, posed much more of a threat than a far lower league team that we'd played a little bit earlier. 
Um, yeah, Saha, Benteke, they've got Eze, they've got some really good attacking players. And at the end of the day, Gaita, I, I think is how you pronounce his last name, uh, the goalkeeper, had a massive, massive game. Ooh, yeah, he had, had a really, like, good second, like a miraculous second half. And he was just, everywhere the ball went, he was just in the way. And it was so frustrating to watch. Just kept everything out. Yeah. Which is kind of fun. Like, we had that against Darlow, the keeper for Newcastle, too. And it's just like, what it, it like when you're just peppering the goal with shots and they're meeting every single one. It's it's cool to see. It's It sucks, but it's, yeah. We yeah, chances, it kind of reminded me of like the, the South Korean goalkeeper's entire game <laughs> against Germany at the last World Cup. Yeah. When, like, <laughs> just the goalkeeper just like unlocks the next level and is suddenly unstoppable. <laughs> yeah. So I was happy for him. I was pissed for us, but I was happy for him. Yeah, happy for this dude. I was also super tired for him, which means we're taking all the chances we can get. So that's good. Like, keep trying, guys. Like, yeah. rather take those chances than not take it and the, their goalkeeper isn't doing anything. Make that fucker work. And well, he did. Yeah. So yeah. good yeah. on them. And again, the uh, goal allowed, I think, was from a corner, wasn't it? And uh, yeah. just a bit of a sloppy. It kind of bounced around. And unfortunately, the guy slipped it past Hugo. So there's pluses and minuses to that we didn't allow a goal from open play again really so it's it's pretty positive speaking of not allowing goals yeah. um our last clean sheet antwerp away zero two the win that brought us to the top of the group and for a Woo-woo! not so brief moment in time we are top of the group and top of the table yeah i think this was a really important one because i don't think any of us knew really what to expect going into mm-hmm. this one because we'd been to Antwerp and lost and we knew they were a good side we weren't sure how committed maybe Jose and the team would be to this one because we were probably going to go through well I mean I think we were certain to go through with a point anyway I believe so yeah it's like are they hungry to win the group what kind of momentum so to come out and get a decisive win and a great performance from Lachelso absolutely superb was really encouraging and, and says a lot about what we can do in this competition yeah, speaking of momentum, so I think the first half was kind of goalless, I think, if I remember this correctly. And then in the second half, finally we break through. Moro is fouled, so there's a free kick by Bale. Vinicius kicks it in after it's saved. That so was yay, crazy. we're goal up, and then suddenly they're subbed. Yeah. Like immediately after. Instant impact in the other way. <laughs> <laughs> Reverse yeah, instant impact. impact. That was surprising, wasn't it, to see him bring on the big guns? But uh, yeah, you wonder what his intent was there. I think most people would say, why aren't they resting for the the game on on Sunday? But maybe you just wanted to let him run and, I mean, continue finding their form and finding ways to be creative and just having fun. You know what's crazy? That your bench has Sonny and Kane and they come in after people make a score. So, you know, like... It's, yeah. I love looking at these things. It's like, wait, I'm sorry. They were the subs. Like, what? Feels good, but also just like... Gio being cute and assisting, uh, assisted by Kane at that. He's so adorable when he celebrates. It's just like, it's like he looks like a little boy. But anyway, neither yeah. here nor there. <laughs> Yay, we're through. Yay, Yay, Europa. And we drew Wolfsburger AC. I have no clue who they are and what they play, but I'm expecting them to be good given we drew them. Uh, so again, I don't like all this like, oh, it'll be a good draw for us. Blah, blah. We take it seriously. We're going to yeah. cream these motherfuckers and we'll be fine. <laughs> I 
it's yeah, an explicit, yeah. There's no easy easy matchups anymore. I think everybody came to play. Everybody made it out of their group, and you know we don't know what they're like at home. Maybe they're super fierce like Antwerp. So yeah, I think you're right. Take everyone like it's the final. Exactly. Keep playing like we're winning. So speaking of games, you know we play like we win, and we did yeah. win. Tottenham Arsenal, a North London derby at home. <laughs> 2-0, bitches. What? Yeah. These are the games we need to win. We must always expect to pick up points against bottom-of-the-table teams. <laughs> <laughs> and that we did. Teams that are five points away from relegation, you know? It's important to close out those, those ones. Yeah. It's yeah. important. I, I don't know yeah. if this even deserves to be called a derby anymore. I know derbies are just meant because, like, in my head, derbies are these ultra competitive things but truly they just mean you happen to be in the same city right like so yeah. i don't know maybe I we should do a new rebrand yeah like this you is know? it really a rivalry if you're not on the same level yeah like maybe it's not I anymore and maybe it's time to retire this because clearly, clearly clearly one team clearly. Yeah. rises above the other <laughs> It's kind of funny how quickly we can go from, like, sassy to smug. You gotta have that. It's how we deal with it as sports fans, isn't it? It, It's a good, it's a good time. I feel like there are times when we're sad. We've had episodes where we're very, very sad. Yeah. And I think that when there are episodes when there's something to celebrate, like, I think we should celebrate. And, like, plenty to celebrate here. I think one of the things we super have to talk about is Sun's goal, assisted by Harry. Of course. Who else? Like, this was immediately shared everywhere with the video title Sun's Worldy, because mm-hmm. I guess it really just was an insane world-class goal. And the minute like, he, he kicks it in and it, mm-hmm. it like, hits the net, um, Jose, yeah. like, the camera shows Jose's reaction, and Jose, like, he turns around to face the bench with his arms outstretched. And <laughs> I find this super funny, because Joao... <laughs> <laughs> who I secretly think wants Jose to be his dad <laughs> runs up to Jose and then puts his arms around him yeah. and Jose doesn't hug him back he just keeps his arms at first he just keeps his arms outstretched and he's still looking into the distance so obviously this isn't for Joao it's not for Joao and he, he eventually does hug him but like after yeah, the yeah. game Jose says that uh, he was actually turning around to look at his son because his son came to visit and his son was watching. So when son scored, when Hyung Min's son scored son. that, he turns around to like find his son in the crowd and is kind oh. of like, holy shit, did you see that? So they kind of shared this moment where they were looking up the fuck now. at each other. And Joao so just, like, yeah. inserted himself in. <laughs> yeah. So his biological son and the son who wants to be adopted. Got it. Yeah. Got and Hyung Min's son, who and like, son, set of course. things in motion. Yeah. I think there was, like, a meme of the gladiator gif of, like, are you not entertained? Yeah. Mm, yes. Nice. And the Christ the Redeemer one, too, which was kind yeah. of funny. Um, and then there was yeah. one of Hoybier behind Sun. His son's turning to celebrate, and Hoybier, I think, just has his hands on his head, like, "Oh my God, what was that?" <laughs> I think the like the line that went with that was Hoybier just witnessing murder. Yeah. I think murder yeah. or something. Yeah, but yeah, so super, good. superb. I mean, that was Sun's goal, but of course, when Sun giveth, Sun ought to take it. And you know, Harry, Harry got his goal too, assisted by Sun. I mean. It's just they can't help themselves. Yeah. It's 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 like one of those trust passes again where Sun is just passing to God knows where. We don't know where it is. 
and magically Harry appears. Yeah, like, because you see Harry running behind him, so you're thinking, oh my god, from Sun's POV, he, he doesn't actually have eyes on Harry as Harry, like, swoops in to the left. But he kind of just passes it to the left anyway, like, just knowing that Harry will be there, and he, he is there. It's their like their telepathic connection is wild. So my <laughs> Christmas wish it's it's almost yes. Christmas. Yeah. Christmas next week or this week. One of these days it's gonna be Christmas. Soon. My Christmas wish is that these two are protected from injury for the rest oh of god. their careers. Oh my god, knock on every wooden surface, cross every limb you've got. We need to prayer circle around these two. They need to stay young, fit and healthy. Concussion-free, everything free. Just like mm-hmm. healthy, healthy, healthy. If there's one thing we found out about 2020, health is the only thing that matters and Sunny and Harry. So that's it. Yep. That's it. Those three the vaccine things. is here. Vaccinate these guys and then yeah. keep them in a bubble. That's it. They're essential workers. Definitely for the Tottenham Hotspur football club, they're essential workers. For sure. Essential <laughs> workers, vulnerable. I mean, you yeah. know, everything. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Gotta keep them... High up on that list of people to yeah. vaccinate right away. And just keep and I, like, I, I, I got to rub salt in the Arsenal wound a little bit. Just saying that, like, if I were an Arsenal fan, God forbid, but if I were, <laughs> I wouldn't be happy with how they performed that day. I thought it, I mean, just really poor. I thought Shaka again, just kind of letting his side down as he did the next week when he got a red card for violent conduct. I mean, mm. he came out with an intent. It looked like to just foul Harry and, and Son at every opportunity. He should have been sent off for me. Uh, easily had enough fouls for two yellow cards, so he, he had no reason being on the pitch, I think. And then Thomas Party, whether he was injured or not, but he kind of walked off the field, which helped set us up for, for our first goal because it meant, or was it the second? I think it might have been the second when, uh, yeah, we had a kind of three on two up front and it was just wide open. So I, I would be frustrated if I had been watching that from the Arsenal side. Because uh, and Lacazette just not moving. There was they showed on match of the day some some key highlights and just a really lack of intent from yeah. the, their attacking side. No intention from getting the ball from midfield or making some attacking chances. Just pitching it the ball into the box thirty six times against Toby and Eric. I mean nobody thinks that's going to work because that's not how Lacazette and uh, Aubameyang score. So what they thought they were going to achieve with all that possession is really confusing. I mean. I watched a bit of Arsenal TV because it's just fun for, for some days. And I have, I have a colleague, I have a teammate that happens to be an Arsenal fan who's just super angry with life. Uh, he doesn't watch anymore because he's just so disappointed. But the Arsenal TV guys are just like, if this is representative of fandom, holy shit, I'm glad I'm not in it. But also just like, it's maths, you know, we're, uh, I mean, their coach said it, it's maths. And we are number two currently on the table. They are number 15 currently with a 11-point lead for us, but that could all disappear very soon. If we don't do well in our next four games, we've got Leicester at home tomorrow. Well, at least as we record this, it'll be tomorrow. We have a Stoke City EFL Cup a quarterfinal on Christmas Eve. We've got a Wolves away game on the 28th. Fulham at home on the 31st, and then we start the new year with Leeds United at home. So we'll, we'll, we'll talk to everyone then. That is a total of, well, 12 points for the league. How are we seeing this <laughs> for? What are our thoughts and predictions for the next time we talk? It's a really busy schedule, isn't it? I say 12 points. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
it's I think the table's in a funny place. It's like anybody can be beaten at the moment and it mm. almost feels like almost anybody could come up with the goods to at least draw. So it's it seems really unpredictable. But I I have faith mm. in our defense and in Hugo and, and Toby is I think playing world class football. I don't know why people aren't making more of a fuss of him. It seemed every weekend we were like talking about how great Virgil van Dyke was last year, but I don't think Toby Alderweireld's getting that appreciation that he deserves. He will, he will when we uh, when we win the league, but until then he's going to have to fly under the radar. Yeah. I like that. Uh, I like that silent drop. You're like, I don't want to give how many points we're winning, but yeah, we are winning the league. So you know what? I like that <laughs> confidence. Kumbaya master. Thank you so much for joining us as always. It was wonderful to wake up to your texts after Liverpool because I felt so much better given the initial disappointment. But yeah, the better team did not win. All right, yeah. we brush ourselves up, off, and try again. Oh Thanks yeah, again and I, that's why it was easy to embrace the kind of like uppityness of Jose and the kind of chip on the shoulder underdog because that's that's who we're always going to be. The media never supports us. I mean, sorry, that sounds that's sounding a bit. Trumpian maybe <laughs> maybe I don't want to take that angle like oh no the mainstream media but uh, it, it seems like the bias is never in our favor but mm-hmm. we'll, we'll take that we're we're the underdog so yeah. we'll we'll win we'll, from we'll the just, underdog position we'll prove everyone wrong and we'll work our way through it so yeah game at a time it's so funny how we were all just like let's not get relegated and then now it's just like okay let's just stay in like let's make it to the top six or make it to the top four and now it's like yeah let's stop this fucking table so you know what 2020 has been quite the trip and we're so excited to talk to you again come the new year toby thanks so much nice thanks see ya stalking spurs thanks for joining us all right there goes the whistle for the second half and we're going to continue with all the crazy things that have happened in the past couple of weeks since we last uh talked to you guys we just finished uh halftime with toby but right before that we were discussing jan and just how much we miss him and I don't know about you guys, but obviously I'm a creeper and up in his uh, likes and, uh, you know, whatever else I can get my hands on. And Jan is quite the interesting character. If you go on his Twitter at Jan Vertonghen and check out the tab that says likes, you see everything Jan has ever liked. So it's don't worry, guys. It's all PG. We're safe. Nothing crazy. But it's quite petty. And I love it. We get things mm-hmm. like, there's a the Spurs Web tweet that says, you know what you have to do when you return to North London? And that's referring to Benfica drawing Arsenal in Europa League. And it's a picture of Jan, like, doing the super Jan pose. The classic yeah. super Jan. <laughs> Which is nice, because it's like, you know he still Spurs through and through. You know you it. You know it. But yeah, I think they're just, there's so many, when you look at Jan's likes on Twitter, there's so much like gold in there <laughs> and well, before recording we were actually discussing should this be a permanent segment <laughs> of the podcast should we always have like a top three shit young likes on twitter i love it but <laughs> yeah so i checked it out and a fan named ryan seabarth uh, tweeted thanks for leaving your superpowers in the number five shirt super young so he didn't even tag Jan on it. He tagged Hoibie, but Jan liked it. So you know that this guy is just like looking at Spurs-related tweets. It's really, really sweet 
just like us. Exactly. Yawn, he's just like us. And then I'll, I'll end it with this uh, tweet from Spurs official account that posted a picture of Sonny at training with like the happiest face ever. And like it's silly and it's funny. And the, and the tweet, the quote was, when you get a call from Super Yan, he's not tagged either. Neither Sonny nor um, Yan is tagged. And he's just actively liking and following this shit. So, so Yan, you know what? Do you have time? You want to come on the show and discuss the stuff you like? Because that would make my day, yeah. my year, my life. Because that's all we you're do. You're a fan, Yan, <laughs> and we're fans. We can just discuss our love for Spurs all together. But yeah, so look out for this recurring segment now called Shit Yan Likes. And <laughs> hopefully we have more. If you want to dig up any gems uh, that you've seen, you can message us on Twitter or Instagram at Stalking Spurs and we may feature it on our next segment. Totally. Speaking of next segment, here's the next segment. <laughs> <laughs> it's the holidays, it's Christmas time, and of course, every brand in the world is going to have some Christmas-related content. And this piece is exactly that. So if you check out Delhi's YouTube account, he recently posted a video of him, Serio, and Jafet video calling kids in hospital these kids are spurs fans mm. so you can just imagine how awesome this is for everyone and this this video like it, it seemed like one of those like default hygiene videos where you need to post something from your brand at christmas so i actually didn't like watch it all the way through at first i kind of just scrolled past it and then the other day i watched it and it's it's content gold yeah. and it is content gold because of serio so good. He's so good. He's he's so good in this. He's like we were talking about how he's he's very like showbiz. Yeah. He's a celeb. He's like a natural entertainer. It's so good. And what's amazing is he's an entertainer in like not his first language. That is nuts. So it's nuts because he's he's starting to learn English and he's already like showing off his awesome skills in it. It's super exciting to see him like learning and applying what he's learned so eagerly. So in this video, he says that he he, he goes to the classroom every Thursday and I guess he's he's saying that this is when he has his English class. Yeah. And then he shows off and he says, oh, I have a British accent, which is hilarious. <laughs> I think he's super duper, like his personality is just shining through. You Like Sonny is charming and like it's very effortless. But I can't, and Sonny in like videos, can you can see very puppy dog, very puppy dog. But this guy just, it's a different energy and I love it. I love it so much. We, we see later on in the video that, you know, they're talking to people, uh, kids that are in the hospital who they've sent gifts to via Zoom. And then they, you know, Jafet and Delhi would ask them, like, who's your favorite Spurs player? Which is a bit, a very risky question to ask, I have to say. If you are a Spurs player, asking a kid who your Spurs player is. Because A, if you're not the answer, ouch. And B, if you are the answer, awkward but also yay like how do you express how do you show that yay i'm your favorite player so fine line to tread but they do it with every kid and so one of the kids <laughs> says harry and sunny of course those are their favorite players to which reggie responds those are my girlfriend's favorites too pick someone else <laughs> everyone's favorite because everyone likes them exactly. say another one say another one it's so good it's so good like to have that like i know they edited this and maybe there are awkward silences in between but the way he just comes with that comeback in a language that is not his first it is amazing it is amazing 
Yeah, it's it's so it's so good. Like the ability to communicate, like baseline communicate in a language that you're learning is already super super difficult. And to be able to like level it up to comedy yeah. is wild. I, so like there's another moment where I, I don't know why, but he's prompted <laughs> to sing. I think Delhi tells him to sing. He doesn't. <laughs> Which and he does. He sings. And he I think at first he he semi hesitates hesitates he's like oh uh like what do i sing or something and then like delhi just pressures him some more and then he just goes for it of course he goes for mariah's christmas classic all i want for christmas is you and he doesn't know the words i think he doesn't know the lyrics but it doesn't stop him he just kind of like tries to phonetically sing along And I think he kills it. Does. It doesn't matter that, that he doesn't know the words. It's a nice, he just, he owns it. It's a nice throwback to when he did his initiation, right? When they posted the video of him being yeah. initiated and how he was just giving it his all singing in the middle of the dining hall. So, like, you know this kid likes to perform. He's one of those kids when it's Christmas time and the parents are like, everybody come out and perform. This kid is first and ready. And, like, there is no shame, which I love. Yeah. And finally, speaking of Mariah, now we go to Mario. The, the kids are talking about Mario Kart and Deli pops in and says, oh, I, I love Mario. And then lifts a sleeve and, and unveils a Mario tattoo. And so Deli's like... Random. Random. Deli's like, oh, I like him. But this is a secret. Like, this is like, actually, I've never seen the tattoo, which is interesting. I think we've seen Deli topless lots of times. But somehow, I don't think I've ever noticed this tattoo. And so nice to see that about Deli. But wait, sorry, Deli, you don't get the spotlight again. Because in comes Reggie with a surprised look on his face. And he goes, why did you do that? Like, um, like incredulously. And Deli goes, I like it. I like Mario. And nope, it's not even done yet. Reggie goes, I like chips, but I don't put it. And then he just like slaps his arm. Like, Reggie! <laughs> Fucking comedy gold. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> now, he's so, he's yeah. so quick. He's so I quick. Because like- here I am now pitching to the Spurs content team. I propose Reggie doing a audit of everyone in the team's tattoos. Because clearly he's got opinions. We've got Toby Alderweireld's sleeve. We've got Hoi Bay's sleeve. We've got people with tons of tattoos. I want Reggie to audit them and give his opinion because clearly he's got some for Delhi and I now want to hear his thoughts on everyone else's tattoo. Come give us this yeah. goal. Spurs official, you have our permission. Use this idea. Just tag us. Yeah, tag us. At Stalking Spurs. At Stalking Spurs. <laughs> On Instagram and on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, there. But that is that is comedy content right there. And I feel like everybody will be game because they all seem like a bunch of easygoing guys. Uh, I mean, guys, this video is like, I think, like, what, eight minutes long or something like that? But it's just really, really good. Jafet looks so nice and, like, proper good boy. Delhi's there looking a bit awkward because half the time people say Delhi's the favorite player. And he's just like, oh, shucks, thanks. And then, of course, we have Reggie being a star. So, you know what, Reggie? More content for you. We're so excited. Maybe you can model merch, too? I don't know. I'm sure we can find something for you to do. Speaking of modeling merch, the next video we want to talk about is a video on Spurs' official Instagram for a brand in partnership with a brand called New Era Europe, which I've never heard of before. (laughs) But it looks like they're like a a street apparel cap brand. And there's really not so much to say about this (laughs) other than like, wow, this is a really nicely produced 
like fashion ad. It's just really cool shots of Deli, Joe Hart, Vinicius, and Lamelli looking super cool and like throwing hats to each other <laughs> and modeling and giving face and attitude. It's so good. Like fast cutting because obviously these guys aren't exactly like we've seen them in the boss photo shoot. I wouldn't say they were the top four. Joe Hart maybe pretty good. But they made, Hart, yeah. they made them look quite good in the way they shot. Obviously, it showcases the wonderful stadium, the apparel, and just these guys looking fly as hell. Like, super, super good. Guys, it's not a waste of time. You want to see pretty people in pretty clothes. I actually got tempted to just go in order. Uh, I had to stop because I was like, okay, you've bought mm. way too much. This So it almost worked on me. <laughs> and you know what? It might just when I do the rewatch. So good job to the team for uh, pushing that spawn con on us. But I know, we know, you know, we're all just here waiting for our favorite segment of the episode. Welcome back to Baby of the Week. Baby of the Week. All right, we should have like a stinger yeah. made, an audio stinger made for this. Yeah, because it really is the highlight. It is. Of this, it is. Let, this podcast. Let me go talk to my brother Pietro, who came up with all our music, and see if he has time. But anyway, we've just told you our all well, our next plans. time you guys might hear it, <laughs> or maybe this might never happen. We don't know. No, no. But just like a, just to let people know who might be first time listeners, BBs of the week is the result of Patty and I stalking all of the the Spurs dads and Spurs moms and Spurs titos and titas (laughs) and crawling through their Instagrams to find content about the babies in their lives. Mm -hmm. And we collate all of that and we rank them (laughs) for every episode. If you guys guys haven't listened and this is your first time, uh, season one all-star champion was Ayla Alderweireld from Casa Alderweireld. She is an all-star now, so it's like a special place. It's just, she's reached the zenith of it. Like, no matter what she does now, she'll just always be an all-star champion. So we kind of have to give chance to others. So in our Hall of Fame, we have one portrait in our Hall of Fame so far, and the portrait is Ayla. Exactly. She's our season one champ, and so, you know, we gotta give chance to other people in the table. Uh, And given that, we start this week with Bibi Gazaniga. This was so unexpected. I was looking at Paolo, God, that handsome man's Instagram, and I found a post he did earlier in December uh, when he was greeting his mom, happy birthday. And it's an old photo of him as a toddler. He's with his sister, Chechu, and his brother, Gianfranco. And they all just look like kids, but it's cute. You could tell that he had that, like, okay, this kid's going to grow up to be handsome. And, well, look what we have now. Job done. Good job, parents. Mr. and Mrs. Gazaniga. You've got a handsome son, and he's a cute kid. So, BB Gaza, I love how we're forming the entire team. Soon enough, we'll see everyone as babies. Yeah, totally. And, like, just to add to that, he does grow up to be not just a really handsome man, but he grows up to be, like, the voted by Spurs players themselves to be the most handsome man in the team. So, he's peer-reviewed. Yeah, peer-reviewed. By a jury of his peers. Exactly, exactly. So, next, leaving the Gazaniga household, we are going to the Larice household. So unfortunately, this is an Instagram story. So by the time you guys hear this and click through, it might not be there anymore. Mm. But if you you follow Marine Larissa's Instagram, every time she posts a story, just quickly drop what you're doing and click through <laughs> and take a look at it because it could be as awesome as this post that we're about to talk about. So the other day, Marine posted an Instagram story of uh, Hugo pulling around Leandro, his youngest son, 
who's like on a bean bag. So, so he's cute. on a bean bag and he's kind of just pulling the bean bag around, which looks like the funnest game ever. <laughs> and then kid looks like he's having fun. So you know, it's so easy he to does. entertain kids. And this one is a bit old too, but I think it was like from earlier this month. Uh, but same, it's a Instagram story. Luckily though, this one was saved by a fan. So it's a um, clean sheet from Yaris and there is a Instagram story which is now commemorated. It's a picture of Leandro like clapping with his binky and it's like, bravo, Papa. Because obviously, like, yeah, bravo on that clean sheet. Good job. Good job, Hugo. More people that I just want to say good job to. We have finally, well, these aren't the first photos of his kids, but the first ones we've seen in his lifetime with the Spurs team. Hoibie, we know he is a, su- a father of two kids. They gave his wife gave birth right before he joined Spurs, so that's like maybe in like earlier summer this year, around June. His kid is a giant now. Let me just say, I don't know what the Viking blood is, but his babies are huge, and it's amazing. Yeah. It's like these Danish, these Vikings. They call him Viking a lot too, and it's cute. So it's a black and white photo captioned heart because what are what is the most basic emoji you can talk about your family with of course it's a heart and on one hand he's carrying his daughter who is gigantic and she's giving him a kiss so sweet on his other arm he's carrying his newborn child not so newborn a couple months now who also look like he's been around for quite some time but cute nevertheless so nice to see more of your babies hoi bae yeah his, i just want to say that his daughter is she must be what two or three years yeah, old around she's but she's massive she you look at her shoulder she has like the shoulder width of like a 17 year old <laughs> and none of this is criticism no, it's incredibly cute it's amazing but it's also incredibly bewildering that she's so big it's amazing and he's just he's so cute i am growing to love this man so much and so it's just so nice to see more of his family more entries from the hoi Bay family please yeah, totes. Just keep on posting. Um, a new entry this week, first time ever to appear on the BB of the Week list, is BB himself, Vinicius. He looks like he's a he's a baby himself. So it was so like surprising to find out that this BB had a BB. So check out these posts of his daughter's birthday. Because she is precious. She is so cute. This looks like every like toddler's fantasy <laughs> birthday. It's glitter, it's pink, it's Minnie Mouse, it's a pink frilly dress. She looks like she's having a great time. Good job, Papa Vinicius and and Mama for bringing this fantasy to life. So, you know how Vinicius and Mora are obviously close because both Brazilians, Miguel Mora or Pedro, sorry, I forget which one, I think it's Miguel, the older kid, had his birthday recently also and he had a Mickey Mouse themed birthday she is having her birthday. It's a mini mousing birthday. I sense play dates here, guys. Everyone can speak Portuguese together and it'll be fun. And I want photos. Basically, I want photos. Larissa, Carol, come through. Come through. Give us the photos we deserve. But really, I cannot, like, this baby, our next baby and the winner of this week's Baby of the Week has been killing it week on week on week. She is the pandemic vaccine we've been waiting for. She is here giving us all the looks, like literally all the looks in one post. Uh, a lot of the posts are Instagram stories, so they're gone. And I know that Mary Lisa DeBay, Lily Sissoko's mother, has a like highlight of like just Lily stuff, but she's not updated it in a while. So it's going to be sad because like some of them are just the most precious 
videos and like photos of Lily giving attitude, Lily not wanting something, Lily wanting something, Lily being spoken to, Lily speaking out. It's just, it's everything. So what we're going to share though is a Instagram post of Lily Sissoko featured in Mary Lee City Bay's uh, Instagram account and it shows the caption is Insta versus reality. <laughs> we love that. So in the first post, it's them lovingly looking at the camera at a cafe, looking so sweet. Everyone is smiling. Everything is good. And it's a multi-photo post, which then leads us to reality, which is <laughs> Lily putting up a fight because Mary Lou is, of course, her mother and helping her cut a cake. So she even mentioned in the caption, I should let her cut her cake by herself. And this is a toddler, so no, clearly she shouldn't. <laughs> but it's a fight that Lily wants to win. I don't know who won it, but I love Mary Lucy Bay. Keep giving us the good Yes, uh, She's so good. Totally. And I super I super love that it's not it's not just documentation. She's not just like posting pictures or posting videos. There's always like she's injecting like a little bit of sassiness into it's, stuff. And she knows it's, her daughter is I sassy. love I love her content. She's so good at it. Uh, and <laughs> there goes the whistle. It's the end of the second half. We want to thank everyone for joining us yet again this episode. We are obviously eager to hear from you guys. If you uh, have any suggestions, any posts we missed out on, things you want us to discuss, videos, Instagram stories, YouTube videos, Facebook videos, anything, please do reach out to us at Stalking Spurs on Instagram and on Twitter. We'd love to hear from you and you could be featured in our next mailbag. Like Asad said, all the links to anything we've discussed you'll find in our episode description. And we hope you'll join us again next time. Oh my god, is this our last episode for the year? Maybe? Possibly? It is! Thanks for joining us this year. What a 2020. I think this has, at least for me, been a joy to produce in this crazy time. We hope you had as much fun listening to it. Absolutely. Thank you, Acid. Yeah, and thanks to hi to our new listeners. Yes. Thanks, thanks for joining us this year. Thank you. What? Thank you to all our new listeners, all our fans, and just everyone that we happen to find joy in the Spurs team and in us talking to them. So, yeah. We'll see you guys in the new year where we, you know, as Toby said, win the league. Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> let's go 2021. Let's go 2021. Come, Come on, on you Spurs. Spurs. Thank you.